What's up, uneducated fam? My name is Pablo. And I'm Gerald. And this is the Uneducated Duo Podcast. We're back for episode two. Episode two. Yeah, the first one went so well. We got like, I don't know, 50 listens, which is way more than we thought we would. Yeah, thanks for all the support, everybody. It's been really great and fun making these episodes. So, Yeah, so we're about to jump into the second one. We like to start every single episode with a game that we call One Gotta Go. We give four options, and you get to keep three, and you have to get rid of one. You'll lose it forever in your life. And today, we're going to go with sitcoms. We got Friends, The Office, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and Full House. All right. Well, I guess I'll go first. Uh, My first option that I'm going to keep for sure is going to be you know, I'm gonna keep the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, man. That was that's a throwback. Will Smith is amazing. I remember just staying up pretty late to watch Nick at Night so I could watch, you know, the Fresh Prince um, when I was supposed to be in bed, actually. So that for sure is gonna be my number one that I'm keeping. Oh yeah, man. Fresh Prince is a good choice to come off as your number one. They got a lot of funny things going on in there. Out of these four, all right, let me see. This is a hard. It's a hard choice for me. I think number one for me. It's Friends. Friends comes off first for me because when I was younger, I've seen I've seen all the episodes multiple times. It came out on Netflix. I literally re- rewatch it whenever I've got nothing to watch. It's either Friends. Well, it's usually Friends all the time. I have a cousin, Alex, who used to live with me when I was like nine. And like he was a Friends fanatic. I'm talking like he owned all the DVDs, every single episode. And this is before like, streaming was a thing so like you had to buy all the dvd sets so i used to watch it with him and he got me like hooked there's just so many like quotables so many good episodes bro yeah yeah that's a good choice i would say so i mean they're just huge you know they got very iconic people in the show too like jennifer aniston she even age man dude jennifer aniston has stayed hot for her whole life her and J-Lo, they found the Fountain of Youth, man. They probably are on the same skin remedy or whatever. Yeah, and they've been hanging out with Jack Sparrow. And yeah. They found the Fountain of Youth because, like, for real. Something, man, yeah. And but... Jennifer Aniston's probably the most famous one out of all of them, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, what did the other people do? I know Courtney Cox. She did, like, the Scream movies. And then um, David Schwimmer. He was uh, Robert Kardashian in that, like, movie oh yeah yeah yeah. the one about the oj simpson yeah he's in the oj simpson trial yeah yeah that's that's a pretty good one he's a pretty good actor in that actually so i think yeah out of all of them for sure though jennifer aniston became the most famous oh yeah dude she was making movies with like adam sandler ben stiller you know i don't know if you ever heard this story but like her and adam sandler actually knew each other before they both got famous no i had no idea about that yeah they were like friends and then they both got famous like she got cast on friends and he was on saturday night live that's pretty crazy man because adam sandler's like one of my top favorite comedians too but i had no idea what's the movie they have together it's like stuck stuck on you or stuck on something is that it i I don't know it's something like that it's the one where they like he's a dentist or something and he's trying to get married and they move to like not move i think they like go on vacation to hawaii 
Yeah, I'm not even sure I've seen that movie. Oh, it's really good. Jennifer Aniston's been killing it. And the, the whole cast is good. Even, um, I can't even remember his name now. What's Chandler's real name? That's that's a good question, man. I'm not even sure. To be quite frank with you, friends, Chandler, I, I, I don't even know. I just know them by their friend's name, man. Yeah, but I don't remember Chandler's first name. It's slipping my mind right now. It's like his real name anyway. But uh, he was in those, um, I don't even remember what the movies are called. But he was in a couple good movies too. So in general, I feel like their whole cast, they had good movies. And it just takes me back to when I was a kid, hanging out with my cousin. He was like an older brother, you know? And that's why I like Friends. Yeah, all right. Well, I guess that'll bring me to my second keepsake. And that'll be Full House, man. Full House, That is That is the shit, man. Like, the Olsen twins were on there. And... They were just flip-flopping, I guess, during takes. You didn't know which one was on when. I, I guess you could only tell because one of them was left-handed and one was right-handed. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I had no idea when I was a kid. And, you know, they they grew up to become, like, iconic before, I think, the drugs came it, out. Yeah, before, no, they're both, like, fashion people now. Oh, are they into fashion? Yeah, but, like, even as kids, like, they were, like, they took over the world. Everything that had to do with, like, kids' shows. They had movies. Like they were like so much, yeah. Weren't they a part of Disney, right? They did a couple movies for Disney. All their movies were like not Disney Channel or like Nickelodeon Channel type stuff. All their stuff was like a legit movie that came out, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, um, the dad's name—I forgot his name, man. But Danny he, in the Dan- show. In the show, it's Danny. Yeah, Danny. Well, he hosted also uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. It was America's Funniest Home Videos, and I'm pretty sure he did the Deal or No Deal as well. I remember seeing him on there. Deal or No Deal? That's Howie Mandel. No, he was on there for a couple of episodes, man. Like a substitute? I don't know if he was a substitute, because before Howie, or was has Howie been the the main guy on Deal or No Deal? He was for a long time, and I'm pretty sure the show got canceled, and then he came back recently to do it again. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he was in there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in there, man. And I had mentioned it to my wife, and she's like, whatever, that's not him. But it's kind of crazy to see them all grown up now, too, because they did a remake called Fuller House. Fuller House was trash. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan. I watched a couple of episodes, but it's still, you know, like a throwback. So All right, see, like Fuller House got that remake. Is the remake of Full House. It's like a second show to it. And I literally scrolled through every episode. I just went to the parts where the older characters were. Yeah, I yeah. watched their 10 second part and then skip because wow. I didn't care about the new kids at all. I was only interested in like, oh, what happened characters. to Joey? What happened to Jesse? Yeah. It, I still go up. I go up to kids and I'll be like, cut it out. And they look at me like, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, man, you're so young. Joey, man. Yeah, that guy was that guy was a hoot, man. Cut it out with his hands. With his hands. Yeah, the cut it out. Yeah. Iconic, yeah. man. And then he had that puppet like uh, otter thing or gerbil. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. When he was like Ranger Joe. Yeah. Ranger Joe. Yeah, man. So I think for sure my second one's Full House. Again, it's the whole Nick at Night thing. Throwback. I'm really a throwback kind of person. Wasn't it on like ABC? Um, ABC Family? No, no. For sure it was on Nickelodeon. I don't know. I remember it on ABC Family, but who cares? I did watch a lot of Full House going. So for you so far, you've got Fresh Prince and then Full House. Yeah, man, I, I feel like those are two very solid choices, and I, I'm almost feeling like I gotta disown you for that. Friends for number one, man. Hey, man, friends 
that is the shit. It's almost right. like throwing out Tupac and Biggie, man. No, no. Friends is dope. All right. So, okay. I got, I did Friends so far. So I've still got The Office, Fresh Prince, and Full House. And my second off the board is going to be The Office. And I got to go second with The Office because The Office, although it's the newest of all four of these shows, it came out swinging for the fences, man. It is so good. All the jokes. I mean, Dwight is just ridiculous. Man, like, him and Jim, like their feud is yeah. like legendary, you know? <laughs> yeah, the Jim and Dwight back and forth, like here's a prank and then Dwight overreacts and then here's a prank and then Dwight overreacts. And then you got Stanley over here. <laughs> Dude, forever. Okay, this show, the moment I knew that it had me was when um, Michael's making the basketball team and then... uh. He, he points at Stanley because he's black, and he's all like, you know, Stanley's on the team. And Stanley's <laughs> like, how do you know I even play basketball? Oh, man, dude. So many, so many episodes. Like, just to name a few, you know, the parkour episode. When oh, parkour, parkour. Yeah, dude, Andy's on top of the truck, and he's all like, all right, backflip, gainer, into the box, over the fridge. 360, and then he jumps off and just lands inside the box. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. So... There's that episode, and then there's the Kevin with the chili episode. The chili. That's just the beginning, too. Like they, The Office has the best openings because it's just like a cold open of something stupid that happens, and then it goes into the real episode. And it's something so boring, man, like a paper company, and it's their shenanigans for the day, you know? Oh, yeah. They, like, they up that a lot because when you think about it, like objectively, it's like we work for this paper company, and we sell paper. How's that funny? But then you have like – all these stories in there that intertwine. You have Toby, who Michael like hates. He's just like the worst thing in the world because he works for human resources. Get out of here, Toby. Yeah, because yeah. he's like the fun killer. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Michael. yeah, exactly. At the end of like when Toby's going to leave, Michael's all like, goodbye, Toby, singing the song. <laughs> and if you think about it, too, it's like everybody else's job, you know, while your job might be boring. It's the people that you work with that make it a good time, you know, for the most part. So, Dude, I get that a lot because at my job sometimes, like, it's not that the work itself is boring, but it's that you've done it so much. It's so repetitive every day that it's boring. But then you have certain people that come in and, like, you have a great conversation or you tell stories about what happened or just all kinds of jokes. Like, some people just make the experience way better. So the office relates to everybody like that because – not everybody's in a job that they like want to have for the rest of their life. I agree, man. And then, you know, they throw in that comedy aspect and they just hit it right on the nail, you know, because I don't know if you ever saw that episode of uh, Jim putting all of Dwight's like staplers, pencils, everything in jello. Yeah, the jello. That's like something you can do in your own office, you know, to somebody. It's like a harmless prank where I'm sure people will get a who out of it, you know. That's true. But I feel like if I put Jello or if I put something in Jello at my work, I'd probably get told on and get in trouble. You gotta you gotta watch who you do this with. I'm not saying go out and mess with your fellow employees. You find a friend, then you make fun of them. Have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I guess, man. <laughs> That's gonna bring me to my third option, you know, my final option. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What do you have left? Do you have Friends and The Office. Those are your Friends two choices. Friends and The Office are my last two choices. All right, give me the pros and cons for both. All right, so I'm going to start with the cons. So All right. To be honest, I tried watching Friends. I wasn't a big fan of it. I guess it's kind of one of those things where, like, it's a first impression sort of thing. 
So maybe I didn't watch the right episode or something, but it just really didn't stick with me. So I can't really comment on Friends too much. But the the pros, I mean, for Office, obviously, I mean, we've been talking about it here for a couple minutes, and it's just that show is just so iconic, man. Even, you know, I was sad when freaking Michael left. Like, that's a show that... Yeah, Michael leaving killed the show. Like, the yeah. last two seasons don't even stand up to the rest of the show because Michael's gone. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy to me, though, that you've never seen, like, you never got into Friends. Friends is, like, the sitcom. Like, if you ask just random people anywhere, like, Friends is the sitcom that, like, made it, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. And it's crazy, too, because I'm into a lot of throwback things. But Friends just is something, you know, like, there's people that just can't get into some some certain things. And I think for me, Friends is that. I mean, I'd probably give it a second go sometime, but... That cast was really unified, too. Like, they all stuck together so they would get paid equally. Like, they all made a million dollars an episode. And I'm sure, like, they're swimming in money when it comes to, like, residuals and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I did hear about that. But, I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, I don't think I was able to watch enough of it to... So, The Office for you? To give that much of an opinion. So, I'm going to go with The Office. The Office would have been my number one if... I didn't have the other two options for sure because I mean the office I've been wa- I binge watched like the seasons like twice I think already and it's pretty hard to do with something like that because it's so long. That's true. It is long. It's like nine seasons or something. Yeah, but I think just Michael like he's kind of an awkward boss and he says like the wrong things and sometimes I feel like I'm an employee like that or like. You know, I say something and then later I'm like, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah, but Michael goes like way off. Some of the yeah, stuff he yeah. does is like inappropriate. No, definitely 100% inappropriate. But I think just the the part that's relatable is like sometimes just saying things you probably shouldn't, you know. So I, I definitely can relate with friend, with um, The Office a lot. Um, and then, I mean, I don't have anybody I hate at work, but it was kind of funny to see Toby. Like, I always get haze just because he is the HR guy, you know? And then Jim and Dwight, like we said before, those those guys are have an iconic, like, love-hate relationship, so. Yeah, because they end up being, like, best friends. I think he's his best man at his wedding. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, and then also when, when Dwight gets married, and I think he had a baby with Angela, right? Yeah. That, little baby. Yeah, they had a baby. They thought it was the Senators or whatever. Yeah. But he's like, no, those are that's Dwight. I mean, those are... What's his last name? Do I, uh, Shroot. Shroot. He's like, those are Shroot jeans. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't be afraid of your baby. Yeah. There's just so many, so many episodes that I can name off. And even my wife's like a pretty big fan of it. So, I mean, that's something that we can both sit down and watch together repeatedly. You got to get that quality time in, man. Exactly, man. Exactly. All right. Let me see. So for me, I've still got, what I still have left? I have Full House and Fresh Prince. Full House and Fresh Prince, man. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Pros and cons for both. Fresh Prince has one of the most, like, emotional moments in a show that I've seen. That Like, I literally, like, teared up when he's, like, when his dad leaves and he's, like, why doesn't he want me? And then he cries into Uncle Phil. And, like, that wasn't even, like, scripted. It's just that that moment in the scene actually got to him so emotionally that he had to really cry. And, like, it's just so good. And then Will, like, this is his breakout acting, you know? The first season, he wasn't that great, but then slowly you start to really get on his side. He's just funny, so energetic. 
And then there's other people in there like um, Carlton and the dance, the Carlton dance. That thing is iconic, man. I mean, that dance is so big. You we know, put we, it in Fortnite, the video game. A lot of Fortnite, yeah, and it's in there, man. Like that's one of the first dances probably that came in there. Now, yeah, yeah, it's you know that a show had to be big if it's going to be in a video game. Yeah, it's iconic, man, for sure. And uh, their whole family dynamic. Okay, this is this was weird about their family though. Somewhere around season two, I think it was. You just lose Aunt Viv and you get a new Aunt Viv. It's just like a new mom out of nowhere. <laughs> and and let's face it, the new one just wasn't as interesting. You know, it's funny how that happens because, you know, like even in the movies, like I'm a huge Iron Man fan. Right. And I love the first Rhodey. Yeah, Maybe dude. Rhodey, bro. Rhodey, man. Like, I, I don't know the guy's name, but that second Rhodey, man, he was... Like, just not doing it for me. He wasn't as good as the first one. Dude, we are bad with names, I guess. We don't know many famous yeah, people. Yeah. We should he, look this up before. Well, that's why we're uneducated, man. Yeah. That's true. That's why we're uneducated. We just know things. All right, now let me throw out some stuff about Full House. Full House. Me and my sister both love Full House. We watch it. We used to watch it together. It was like one of these things when we were younger that like, we could really bond over. And I mean, there's just... Uh, Full House, it was more wholesome. Like you, you, you got like real life lessons from Full House. Like he wouldn't let his daughters out at night, and there, there was no um. It's weird because like the comedians on Full House, although they played really wholesome people in the show, they all did like pretty like raunchy comedy. Like it, they all had like dirty jokes and stuff. Like in the show, you mean? No, like in life, like in real, like in real life, like all their act, all their uh, movies, like stand up, stand up and stuff was all like. The complete opposite of what their characters in Full House were. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I never read into like their outside life besides the show. And honestly, for the most part, most of them I only know from just that show. You know, John Stamos. I don't even know if he did anything after that. But he's like his comeback right now is like in David Dobrik and <laughs> David Dobrik vlogs videos. Yeah. yeah. What, what was his um? His band called Jesse and the Rippers. That's what they were. Yeah, yeah, Jesse and the Rippers. He yeah. had like a very Grease vibe, you know? At the very beginning, before he became a father, he had like the slick back hair, you know? Yeah. Then he used to wear like the biker. They add in the twins. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was that was a cool show, too, because it was like fathers raising daughters, you know? Without a mother. Yeah, you so. don't see a mom often. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times they they throw around like the single mother thing, but there's single fathers out there, too, you know? And... I think that illustrates it really great, you know, how great. It's, yeah, it's true because he had to bring in, like, he brings in his best friend. And then I'm pretty sure it wasn't um, Jesse's their uncle. Yeah, Jesse's the uncle. But not even by blood. It's not by blood? They're just friends. Like, they're all friends. Like, the two guys are just friends. They're not related at all. Oh, well, he brings them both in. And it is a cool dynamic because, like, it's basically, like, one per girl, you know? Yeah, he has yeah. to bring in like a one-on-one -on -one defense to handle these three daughters. Yeah, yeah. And they just kind of, you know, they're teaching them life lessons because there's always that those those moments when like Uncle Jesse's talking to like DJ about something she did, or and then what was Kimmy? Was that her name? Kimmy the neighbor. Yeah, the neighbor. She's always crazy, man. <laughs> I think the episode that I remember the most of Full House is the one when um. They're like driving. It's it's like when Stephanie's older, and her and her friend get. They're gonna get in that car with those two kids who are like speeding across the street, 
right? And then she like in her head, she has like this moment where she thinks back to like what her parents would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she doesn't get in the car, and then those guys end up getting in a car crash. You remember that? I think I remember. I'm trying to think back, man. There's it's so it's hard to remember it, but like, it was one of those ones that jumps out at me. Uh huh. So like, Full House does have a lot of really good family dynamic, and it shows you like how hard it is to interact with other people, but like how you can get so like overcome these things. Yeah, yeah. Plus, it was entertaining. Like, there's just a lot of funny moments in that show. So, man, we're hearing a lot of positives about both. Sounds like this is going to be a hard choice Dude, for you. Fresh Prince. It, it's just a, the whole story's cool. He comes into like this family. They're super rich. He comes from West Philly. Oh, man, this is a real tough one for me. Yeah, I feel like he's the normal guy in the family, and the rest of them are just like, you know, the one percenters that they talk about, like the really rich. Well, only the kids. Like the kids are super bougie, but like his uncle was like a fighter in the um, not a fighter. He was a part of the civil rights movement in the show. Oh, Doctor Phil. Yeah. yeah, like he went to go see uh, not Doctor Phil. <laughs> Doctor Phil's the dude that does like therapy. <laughs> well, his name is Phil, right? Uncle yeah, Phil. Uncle Phil, <laughs> that's, bro. That's thinking, Uncle man. Phil. But um, oh man, is Full House longer? Is there more episodes? I honestly don't know, man. I feel like I never watched it in order. I always watch it scattered. So I'm going to keep Fresh Prince. I'm keeping Fresh Prince because Full House. Oh, man. It's like 1A and 1B for me, really, right now. Like, I, like, I don't want to lose either. But I have to put them both below Friends in the Office. So I'm going to go Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince is what I keep and I lose Full House. I'll never get to learn. How Danny, Jesse, and Joey raised those kids. That but is, I, that's crazy, man. I cannot believe that. Hey, but I get to see Will go to college. It's kind of like <laughs> these were the foundations that freaking raised the rest of them. So I don't know. That That's a really hard choice. I think. Yeah, these are all really big shows that like right around my age. So that was a tough one. That was definitely a tough one. So just to kind of summarize here. What were your choices? Okay. First off for me was Friends. Then I took The Office. Then Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So I lost Full House. All right. And then I kept Fresh Prince. Yep. Then I kept The Full House. Yep. The Full House. <laughs> and then The Office. I was thinking about The Office. So, And then I got rid of Friends. So let us know down in the comments or you know, shoot it. We're going to do a poll, see who... Who you would have chosen. Dude, getting rid of friends is so crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, just as crazy as it is to you to lose friends, that's crazy to me that you lost Full House, man. That's true. I guess that just shows that like some shows don't hit home. They don't resonate for everybody. For everybody yeah, I don't know if you remember that trip that we made out to Seattle for the Comic-Con. Right. You guys were listening to a podcast where... They were talking, like, doing a quiz, right, about Friends? Yeah, it was like a trivia podcast. Man, I had no idea what the hell they were talking about. You guys <laughs> were, like, throwing out answers, like, like you guys were experts. Do you know our cousin Ruby? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our cousin Ruby is, like, the character Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> I feel like that's where she gets all her, like, comedy, the way she just acts. That's her. I hope she listens to this, because I'm comparing her to somebody, but still. No, nah, Ruby. Ruby's not a Phoebe, man. Phoebe She's a Phoebe, bro. Man. She's a Phoebe, bro. Nah, bro. Yeah. All right. Well, well that was the one. Got to go. 
Some of our answers might have been surprising for some people, maybe not, but we're going to jump to something else. This coronavirus thing. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I actually have been hearing about the coronavirus, and it's pretty crazy. I don't know if it's just being hyped up, but I actually know somebody at work that was in Asia. Right. And I guess she got cleared to come back to work, but she came back sick, dude. So oh, that's freaky, yeah, man. Yes, it was like, whoa, oh, whoa, cough in that direction, please. You know, but it's like a cold symptom thing, and I guess it it started with um, meat markets and. In China? Yeah, some sort of animal that because looks like an armadillo or something. some weird animals there or something. Yeah. And I guess it's something that animals have, but it's never been passed to humans. But since they're eating the, the animals that are infected, that's how it passed on to humans is the way I understand Well, it. I just saw that recently. It actually spread to uh, Iran, South Korea, and North Italy. In North Italy, they had to shut down a couple of towns and two people died. Wow. Yeah, yeah. you know Barcelona, the soccer team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were traveling through Italy, and I guess they all had to get tested for it. That's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, the last time I heard about it, because you know how the media will hype something up for like a week? Well, not the Chinese media. They're going to hype stuff down because well, it's yeah. communist. Well, on top of that, I mean, they're shutting down the whole city. I, I remember seeing this video of this lady with a daughter with cancer. Right. And they wouldn't let her out of town to go get the medicine for her daughter. Right. She had to literally beg them for like three hours to let them let her out. And um, because of possibly spreading the coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's just kind of how it is over there. You know, they try to downplay everything. They do downplay stuff. Everything. Because they're trying to keep it all in the country. I think even like the Internet is very um, secure. Like you can't go on certain websites and things like that. But yeah, I mean, the coronavirus it's something crazy. It's definitely, it's even made it to the U.S., man. Oh, well, I heard, yeah, I heard there was a couple people on a boat from the U.S. Yeah. And was... the boat had to get quarantined because they thought it would possibly be on the boat. Yeah, I think uh, there's been a couple of deaths in the United States related to the coronavirus. Well, but it's kind of like the swine flu outbreak. I don't know if you remember that as well. I remember it, but like, how do they think of these names? Like, you think swine flu. And it doesn't sound that bad because swine flu and then even like coronavirus. Like, how do they name that? Well, I think swine flu was because it was, had something to do with pigs or something. So then what? This other one has something to do with crowns? I don't know. I, I honestly am not sure. I think that's just what they named it in animals was a corona something. It's something scientific, I know. But I know there was a lot of memes about it. Like, how do you cure a coronavirus? And it was like drink Bud Light or something. Yeah, I saw all that stuff too. It's people go crazy on the internet, man. Like, oh yeah, because people are actually no dying. People are dying and stuff, or like their lives are being seriously hindered by this thing. Yeah, yeah. But the memes still come out. Well, yeah, people don't. Am care, I a bad man. person for laughing at the memes? I don't know. I laugh. I think we all do because I mean, you can't take life seriously all the time. Because if this coronavirus is going to kill us, I mean, there's nothing we can really do to prevent it. You know. That's true. So, I mean, I think it's always good to laugh at things like that, but it's also sad in the same aspect. You kind of have to think about it in two ways, I guess. Yeah, you can have those, like, light moments and then those serious moments. Yeah, yeah, because when I first heard about it, you know, I was like, damn, that's crazy, you know? Like, this whole town has been turned into, like, a deserted town now because everybody has to stay inside and is under quarantine. And then you see this shit with, like, the Bud Light is how you cure the freaking coronavirus. Yeah, wow. Like, I don't know. I heard China had to, like, I heard that people think they're lying. 
like they're not really telling the truth about like how many casualties there's been from it yeah yeah i mean like i said they keep everything under wrap i I watch quite a few documentaries from vice on youtube right the vice stuff yeah yeah and they they like infiltrate china and stuff infiltrate china like like the infiltration of china that's well yeah man they monitor journalists as soon as they enter the town like i was watching actually a documentary where somebody was going to interview somebody about the coronavirus in china Mm -hmm. and basically she was being followed the whole time she was there man like this guy kept popping up everywhere. It was crazy. I was like, damn, man. Like, why don't they just own up to it? Say they made a mistake and just move forward, you know? Like, I think it's too hard for them to admit that. Oh, uh, you know, I don't know exactly how politics work, but I'm sure they make they think it's going to make them feel weak or seem weak to the rest of the world in some way. Something like that. I'm not really an expert on this kind of thing, but uh, I think that's kind of... This is like a Debbie Downer subject, so we should probably move on to something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys have also heard... Uh... Wait, 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 wait. Before we go anywhere, we finally got our first sponsor, and we have to, like, throw in this ad real quick. So listen to the ad, because this is going to get us paid, even though it really won't get us paid, because you need thousands and thousands of listeners, and what do we have, 50? Yeah, but we got to start somewhere, so we definitely appreciate it if you do that. All right. The ad's coming in. I don't know. It'll start up in like the next couple seconds. Wait up, wait up. And we're back from our first ad ever. It's not like it was anything special. It was an ad from the exact website we're using to make this podcast, but it's a super cool website and we hope everybody liked the ad. It is actually really useful. We're going to keep the podcast going, move on to these last two things we thought would be really interesting to talk about. That Tyson... Uh, Tyson Fury versus what's his face? Deontay Wilder, man. Deontay Wilder. I don't know what. First of all, their names, like these are like boxer names. He's Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Bro, these are these are not boxer names. These are like Mortal Kombat names, bro. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like this this Scorpion versus Sub Zero. Yeah, something like, like that, man. They got like the most ridiculous names. Like they were made for fighting. They really were, yeah, and it. I mean, the fight delivered, you know? This guy's name should have been Karate Chop. Like, this is crazy. This was like the Anthony Ruiz-Joshua fight, you know? Like, it had an unexpected outcome, so. Yeah, that's true. It did have an unexpected outcome. Well, not unexpected, just less expected. I guess, I guess, yeah, the, the Ruiz fight was definitely unexpected. And this was, you know, it could have gone either way, but everybody was going for Wilder, I think. That's true. And Fury destroyed him. I think it's the second time ever that Wilder gets knocked down. And I'm not even a big boxing guy, but like I know these two names. And I think what ultimately Wilder's team, one of his trainers threw in the towel. Yeah, that's what ended up happening because um, there's like a clip where he's like yelling, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Or something like that, you know, something along the lines of he was pissed off. Cause well, yeah, threw in the towel. I'm sure boxers at this level, even if they feel like the fight's not quite going their way. They don't want the towel thrown in because they always think they got that one punch, you know, that one punch that'll get you back in the fight. Yeah, I feel like, you know, no no boxer ever wants to throw in the towel or have their corner throw in the towel. But I think at the end of the day, they're just doing what they think's best because for sure Wilder was getting his ass beat most of that fight. That's true, man, because if you have to make that hard decision. If you throw it in, you're potentially saving your fighter from having, like, more damage done to them. You keep them ready for the rematch because they have it in the contract. 
Yeah, and it sucks too because you know while they have the best interest in mind, you know it's like a job on the line, man. Because that fighter is in control of your job at the end of the day. So yeah, and it's not, a hard call for sure. It is. The, okay, just dynamically, like I'm looking at both of these people, right? And Fury, he's got a gut on him. He, he doesn't look super flabby, but he doesn't look super in shape. He just looks like a big dude. Yeah. And then Wilder looks like he's like like cut out of marble, like just a ripped just muscle on muscle kind of guy yeah yeah man he's definitely cut like there's a saying where it's like what would you rather have at a party a six-pack or a keg it was kind of like that you know tyson fury was the keg and uh deontay wilder was the six-pack and i mean he that guy's just ripped you know you see his muscles and i've seen his highlights too like i've seen his fights where he like he makes other people look like, they never knew how to box. He just yeah. destroys their face. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, they're typical fighters with all the trash talking And to, this guy's know? like a plastic surgeon, man. He hits you in the face, and then you're just, like, reconstructed. You don't look like yourself ever again. Yeah, man. Why go, why go pay $10,000 just have that guy punch you in the face? That's what I'm saying, man. He's carrying sledgehammers in his hands. That is, yeah, that's some crazy I stuff. I picture, man. like, I don't know if people ever watch wrestling, but, like, Triple H used to come out with a sledgehammer sometimes. Yeah, and, yeah. and I just picture him coming out with like Deontay Wilder's fist on a stick, <laughs> just like just a stick fist thing. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Because you watch these like lighter weight battles in boxing, you know, and I feel like it's a lot of movement well, around the ring. Like the, the light, the, the smaller they are, the more technical it feels. Yeah, yeah, and it feels like in these matches they're like just going pound for pound. You know, these are like brawls back and forth. Yeah, it's crazy, and I think. With them being bigger, they don't want to be moving around as this, much. This takes me to the schoolyard. Like, I'm in school, and I'm seeing two people fight, right? And they're just going at it, you know? Throwing hits. It, it lo- doesn't look good at all. It just looks like the guys are throwing haymakers, and they're falling over. Yeah. You know, no one, you're never like, oh, did you see the way that guy dodged? Like, that doesn't interest me. <laughs> I want to see these guys get hit in the face, and who can take it the most? Yeah, yeah. But those schoolyard fights, man, it's a lot of, like, dancing around, like... <laughs> i don't know I, like I the, the I, chest puffing the like yeah, p- yeah. chest to chest thing it's like watching roosters fight or something, Dude, crazy you know? craziest thing that happened to me when i was younger i was um so i'm sitting on I, I guess you'd call it a jungle gym it was like fucking monkey bars that were like sideways yeah yeah so yeah. i'm gonna call it a jungle gym i'm just sitting there minding my own business talking to one of my friends i think his name was kevin and we're, we're hanging out having a conversation and out of nowhere from the side i get hit in the face Boom, straight yeah. fist to the face, right? Yeah, it must yeah. be like sixth grade or something. I, I look up because I, I hit the ground and I look up and I was like, oh, it's Harry. Harry was this Chinese kid or I think he was Chinese. I don't remember, I don't remember exactly back then. I, I just didn't know, but he's probably Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hits me in the face, right? And when I was younger, I tended to have a little bit of an anger problem. And my mom was always super supportive about if somebody hits you, you're allowed to beat the shit out of them. Like, she didn't care if the principal called us in. So I then proceed to get up and beat the shit out of this kid. And when you're younger, you're kind of ruthless, you know? So, like, I tripped him, and then I punched him in the face multiple times on the ground, didn't give him a chance to defend himself, right? Yeah, yeah. And when you're younger, like, you stand up and you're like, I'm the coolest fucking person in the world, you know? I just beat the shit out of this guy. But, uh, his, so- like, his parents and shit didn't think it was cool. Well, I mean, he walked up to you first, man. You it ever was find weird. out why he did that? Yeah, why he did it? Yeah, I didn't find out why he did it. The, the only thing I ever found out was that he initially wanted me to wanted to hit me with like his watch, like he had his watch on his hand. But when he went to actually hit me, like went down his wrist. 
So what was he doing? Just fucking with you? I don't know. I might have said something mean to him because I do tend to say things. I'm pretty unfiltered. I don't know why it happened when I was younger, but he did it. I kicked his ass. And then one of his friends tried to jump in. And then my friend Kevin that I was talking about, like, grabbed that kid, right? So when I got done beating up Harry and I thought, oh, I'm going to get up and he can't move anymore. I got up. He was on the ground in pain. And then I was like, all right, Kevin, let the other kid go and beat the shit out of this kid, too. Yeah, but yeah. The, other, the other kid didn't rush me. At that point, he had calmed down. Wow. But these, And this is like little kid fights. I'm not talking like 16, 17. I was like 11. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like 11. So like, it's not like I was doing real damage to his face. I maybe gave him a black eye. Man, dude, you're out here pissing kids off because you jacked their fucking golden grams at breakfast or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's like, it, I don't know. When you're in those moments, it gives you this like adrenaline and like you, you really feel it. Yeah, and yeah. that's how this fight feels to me compared to when I'm watching like really technical boxers who like I can't really get into it because like the guy's dodging, dodging, dodging. So I was never a Mayweather fan because like I get his greatness, you know, goes undefeated, beats really great fighters. But half the time it's because he can evade and land the jab. Yeah, I don't know. I never watched like the early Mayweather fights, but the later Mayweather fights, I think once he he like matured. Yeah, was definitely, he's definitely a more technical fighter, you know, where he's not trying to land punches as much as he's trying to just dodge other punches. So, Well, we're also super biased because he always fights Mexicans and we root for the Mexicans. Well, yeah, you know, we always got to root for Canelo Alvarez, man. Oh, yeah, bro. No matter what, we're representing. He's like the highest paid athlete in the world. Really? Canelo? Yeah, he makes like, I don't even, I don't remember the exact statistic, but he makes like seven grand every minute or every couple of seconds or something. Yeah, I think just for the the zone sponsorship he got, he got like 250 mil. I don't know. He's got a huge contract with a uh, golden boy. That's crazy, man. I think he, he pretty much made the zone, man, because he's like the most renowned fighter on there. And the zone's taken over. By the way, if you want to sponsor the zone, feel free. <laughs> so, uh, Fury, he won the fight against Wilder, right? And then at the end, he starts singing um, American Pie. Oh, did he? He sang the song with, he had the fan singing it with him. No way. Yeah, he was like, bye, bye, you know? And he was just it's singing the, yeah. yeah. He was just singing it, and people were singing along with him, which is just kind of, like, insulting, but I kind of respect it. Cause, That's crazy. Because, like, you know they had press conferences where they were both talking shit to each other. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's not like just because you beat him. You might respect his skill. But if he was an asshole to you for a couple months leading up to a fight, you don't think you like him. So why do you have to be super respectful at the end of the fight? Because you won. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's more of a respecting as much as it is like you just beat that guy's ass. You know, you guys have just spent like two, three, whatever months it was promoting the fight, talking shit to each other. And you just came out the victor. It was like kind of like the Mayweather Cerrone fight. Cerrone? Yeah, the Cowboy Cerrone fight. That wasn't Mayweather. That was a uh, oh, Mayweather. That was fucking I mean, McGregor. McGregor Cerrone. My bad. So they were talking smack the whole time, right? Right. And at the end, he was showing respect, but McGregor was still getting his, you know, like his gratitude of winning. So I don't know. I just feel like after months and months of talking crap, promoting these fights, they definitely like that. Bye, bye, American Pie, man. They deserve that. That's true. That Those are the moments. And I guess they were both undefeated, so now Fury's undefeated. That is crazy, man. And uh, Wilder. And who's the other big boxer? It's like Anthony Joshua, right? Anthony Joshua, yes. That guy's huge, man. 
they're all huge. These are heavyweights, man. They're like, I don't know how big they are. Six, six, 250 pounds of just muscle. It's crazy, man. When you stand next to these guys, you're like minuscule compared to these guys. Well, especially me. I'm only five, seven. You I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, man. You're like, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. I, I can't imagine. Because even when we went to go watch WWE, I don't know if you remember that when we were kids. Oh, yeah, man. We saw the big show, man. You the big that? show, bro. That shit was crazy. Like, you you feel like nothing next to these guys because they're so massive. You remember how real wrestling felt to us? We we used to love that shit, Dude, man. Dude, I ordered every pay-per-view for like a year. And you guys used to come over and watch it. And we just watched like Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Those were our guys. Man, that's bullshit. Why, why, why didn't they have the WWE Network when we were kids? Now you can pay like 10 bucks a month. Get all the pay-per-views. When before, what were we paying? Like 60, 70 bucks for a pay-per-view? Like real pay-per-view money. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's crazy. But everything's switching to subscription services now. Because just like The Zone, you can pay 70 bucks through like... TV service or paid. I hate that everything is switching to subscriptions like that or really? to like Why? to streaming because it's separating it so much now that it feels like you're getting cable anyway. Like, because cable gives you all these channels, but now it's like you got Netflix, Hulu, Disney, Apple, HBO, Showtime, A&E's got their own thing. They're all, oh, uh, DC and Marvel, everything's coming out with their own thing and they're all going to cost me $7. And even if they package it all together, it's like paying for cable to an extent, you know, but at least you're paying for things you want to watch because whenever you get cable and you're paying monthly, you're getting all this bull crap that you don't even want to watch, man. That's true. But it's the same thing with like Netflix. You pay for Netflix and what do you watch really? Like half the things on there and then the other, you don't even look at the other Not half. even, bro. I have Netflix now and I don't even think I open it. Like I'm just on Disney Plus now cuz it came out. Disney Plus, yeah, Disney Plus has a lot of good stuff. But Netflix has Netflix has good shit. They do, they do, but But their movies are hit and miss. Like I've seen the Netflix original series and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And every like fourth one that I watch, I'm like, "All right, that was decent." I don't know, man. Yeah, I, Netflix had that that Cobbler movie. That was like, With Adam Sandler? Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite movies on there. I haven't seen. seen it. It's pretty good, man. You got to watch it. But they do bring back a lot of go like good like throwback stuff. That's what they're good at. Is they like they'll throw in something and you're like, oh man, haven't seen that in a while. You mean Netflix? Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I miss like rental DVD places because like Redbox, yeah, Redbox has movies, but it's always current stuff. What do I do if I want to like go out and watch? I don't know. I'm trying to think of some old movie that was really good. Space Jam. I want to watch Space Jam. Which streaming service has Space Jam? You got to type it into Google, man, and you rent that thing off of there, man. Like, it's just crazy how quick you can get something digitally. Like, the other day, my wife ordered a movie off Redbox streaming service. Right. And, you know, Redbox has physical locations. You can go and get DVDs. And I was like, what the hell? I didn't even know Redbox had a streaming service, you know? I didn't know that either. You and just you, enlightened me. <laughs> and you're paying premium prices, man. I guess it, at the end of the day, it comes out to the same cost because you have to drive to go get the movie, right? And it's like a dollar or two dollars a day. I think to stream a movie, it's like $3.99 or something, no matter what movie it is. Yeah, the streaming is always a little bit more. Yeah, but I mean, there's a convenience aspect to it. And they're for sure capitalizing on pay for what you want to watch because. If you can get the zone for a hundred bucks a year, right? Right. But if you get it on a monthly basis, it's twenty bucks. So for the most part, I only want to watch one fight. 
every three months or something. Yeah. So I ended up paying like 60 bucks in the year when I could have paid 40 extra dollars and gotten like 12 months of the whole service. They try to get you with those deals. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they're capitalizing on that. So I don't know. I, I think it's, it's become a world where DirecTV is going to go the way of Blockbuster pretty soon. You think? Damn, Blockbuster, bro. That brings me back. Going yeah. there, I used to rent like Nintendo 64 games for a dollar for like a week. That was crazy, man. And there's still those cartridges out there because when they went out of business, they started selling all that. Yeah, we we had um, a DVD rental place here where I live that uh, recently closed. And it was like the last one that we had. And I used to go there all the time because they really had a big selection of things that I couldn't get on any of my streaming services. And I got so upset when they closed, man. I was like, bro, run out of business by the new world. I remember you told me about that, man. But Redbox is everywhere, bro. Yeah, but Redbox only has like the newest, newest movies. And it's not like each Redbox has different movies. It's like, here's the movies. Here's the same movies. This here's the same movies. Get. Here's yeah. the same movies. Yeah, I guess if you want to go get the physical movies... But like I said, there's always a streaming aspect where you can watch anything, pay three or four dollars, and you just rent that. So, man, we went off on a weird tangent there. We went from Wilder Fury, and somehow ended up at Redbox. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, sometimes that happens, man. Yeah, that was okay. So, we're getting towards the end of the podcast, and this is where we do our hypothetical moment. It's where we ask a hypothetical question. Nothing. It's not like something super crazy. It's not like, what would you do if a grizzly bear only had seven teeth and rolled around in some honey? You know, it's not so specific where you got to think of something super specific. This is it's just a question that gets us thinking about like, how would the world be if this happened or something really subtle that could change a lot of things. All right. All right. All right. And today's question is, if everyone was mentally incapable of lying... How would that change the world? Wow, that that is a pretty pretty epic question, man. Have you seen a liar liar by? Uh, I have Legend seen Carey? liar liar, and that's actually the first thing that popped into my head, because you know, and that was just one person. That's just one person in, in that, that movie. movie. It's exact. I think the the world would be a better place to be honest if no one could lie, because you could know everybody's intentions. That's true. You would always know their intentions. Now, see, the thing about the question that I'm thinking of is like, you're not capable of lying, right? Yes. But are you capable of withholding information? Because like, let's say I don't want to lie to you. I just want to not tell you what I'm thinking. You're not forced to say anything. You just say nothing at all. That's true. But I think a lot of times where this would be a conflict is if somebody's asking you a direct question. That's true. That's that's where, you know, you can't lie. So... If they're asking you a question, you have to. Well, what specifically do you think would be better in the world if people couldn't lie? Um, I think, you know, I'm not, I'm not too, too. Well, actually, I am. I'm, I'm pretty into politics, you know. Right. That's the one thing that comes to my mind, you know, because they always go on these tangents about how they're going to be changing this or changing that, and then they get into office and they don't do anything. Well, sure, you could ask people like straight up, like you go up to Trump, right, and you're like, hey, uh, Donald Trump, the president, obviously, and you go. Um, who do you think would be a better president, you or this person? And it's his opponent, right? Yeah, yeah. And let's say he can't lie and he chooses his opponent. Not that he would, because you know he could think it was him. But just in that general scope of the world, if he says that, then you're like, well, this dude doesn't even think he's good enough compared to the other guy. Yeah. Well, that brings in another aspect too, man. 
because there's people that believe their lies so hard that it becomes their truth. Hmm. So then how do you even combat that? Well, I think the whole point is that you're incapable of lying, so you can never lie to yourself so much that it becomes your truth because you're initially unable to lie. Yeah, I don't know. That's a crazy. Like, so it, what do you think it would change? Cuz I think okay, I think it could politics. change I think it could change the world, maybe politics. I'm thinking of it more in like my daily life. So like if I couldn't lie like daily, you know? Yeah. So my boss calls me and he's like, "Can you come in today?" I can't say no. <laughs> even though I don't want to come in, you know, it's my day off. Yeah, I yeah. want to hang out, but then I say yes and then I'm like pretty much forced into the situation where I have to go or I get fired. So get this, man. You're you're the boss, right? And you're asking me, hey, can you come in today? Yeah. I'm gonna say no, I don't want to. That's because I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you won't lie. So you'll just be you'll be like really unfiltered about it. You'll be like, nah, I don't feel like being there. But then he can't lie to you and he'll be like, Well, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to be fired if you don't come in. And then you're and then <laughs> what if it gets too like outside of work? I am a super unfiltered person. Bad words don't exist in my life. They're just words that I use every day. Yeah, yeah. So this dude tells me that and I look him in the eyes and I'm like, well, you can fuck off, bro. Lick my balls. <laughs> you know? Cause I like to tell people to lick my balls. So I'm looking my boss in the eye and he's like, can you come into work? And I'm like, how about you lick my balls, bro? <laughs> so that's what you would tell him? Not, not specifically, but I'm saying if it ever got, cause let's not, let's you argue with a boss sometimes or you disagree. Frustrations happen. I could see myself saying a bad word if I'm not allowed to lie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That would be super hard, man. Cause or like, here's something that okay, you're hanging out with your grandma. You're at a party. She makes the food. It's fucking gross. She asks you, "How was the food?" <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, uh, "Uh, I ate it." Cause that's the truth. You know, that's that's hard, man. Especially in a Mexican family. Think of all the feelings you're gonna hurt, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean. On a lighter side, yeah, where it's not going to affect the world. <laughs> yeah, it might be a miserable place. It sounds like. Yeah, th- you're gonna you're gonna destroy your grandmother's enchiladas, man. She's gonna Do you think like- we'll get numb to it? Like you get to the point where, you know, people can't lie, so the things they say are just you know, or it just doesn't affect your feelings as much anymore because everybody knows that that's just what they really believe. Probably, man. I think I think people would become numb to it because. They just get used to it, you know? Just life goes on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty dark to think about because then people are going to go into depressions and things, you know? Because people have different emotions. So, I don't know. That's hard. It could save depressions. Like someone who thinks, let's say someone's depressed and they think nobody likes them or something. Yeah, yeah. But then you're getting real opinions from people that are like, and it, and this is assuming that like today we can lie, tomorrow we can't lie. Okay, right. So it's just like a one-day thing or what? No, not like a one-day thing, but like it happens suddenly. Okay. Because okay. obviously I could lie to you right now, but you, we both wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden I'm incapable of lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the rest of my life. Then I could see it being used by some people as a means to like find out what people really feel about them. You, I mean, you'll obviously find someone that you like as like a life partner because you can't lie to each other. Yeah, yeah. So... I- just kind of off the top of my head here, going off your hypothetical here. Right. If you could ask anybody in the world one question and they would not lie to you, who would it be? Would they have to answer? Okay, and they and they won't lie to me? Yeah, yeah. 
well, damn, I don't know, bro. Like, what kind of question? Anybody, anything, man. Like, the first thing that comes to my head right, is National Treasure Book of Secrets. Okay. I'm going to ask the president, hey, is there really a secret book? All right. You don't find out all the world's secrets as far as, like, UFOs and things like that. UFOs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, is, isn't there some burning question that you wish you could ask anybody? Um... I can't think of anything really, but I think I would ask like, it would probably be something in that same scope. Like I'd have to go ask, oh dude, it's hard for me to think. So yours would be like the book of secrets thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like something like that, you know, something that, cause I mean, we're not going to get all philosophical. Something that's, something that's like hidden, like you like, um, what were those things called? Like a conspiracy basically? Yeah. Yeah. Like some sort of conspiracy, you know, cause I gotta believe there's secrets that they tell the president that we don't know. That we don't know about. Yeah. You know, I'm actually I'm kind of curious. Like, why did we go to war in like Iraq? You would ask them that. I would ask like why, because like not that I'm a conspiracy guy, but there's so many conspiracies about like, um, well, who was the current president then? It was um, what's his face, the one that Kanye Bush. Kanye says he hates black people. Yeah. Yeah. I would that's how that's the only way I could think of him. I would ask him like specifically why, just to see if there was really any ill intention or like malintention. Yeah, I mean because conspiracies are fun, let's face it. When somebody gives you a conspiracy, it's fun to think, you know what? What if like that's really why they did something like that? Yeah, I don't know, man. Cause I feel and the like people around here want the truth. If you ask why we went to the Iraq war, I mean, I feel like there's there's things you can look up online to find out why, you know, or you want to get down to the root of it. Like you believe that it was because of the oil. No, I'm just saying the only way to really know is to ask the man who sent us there, you know? (laughs) So you'd go ask Bush why he went to Iraq. Yeah. Or I'd go ask Dwayne Wade, you know, why'd you fuck over Aaron Gordon? Please refer to episode one to know how mad I am at Dwayne Wade for fucking over Aaron Gordon. Yeah. (laughs) I'll look him straight in the eyes and I'd be like, listen here, D Wade. I appreciate all your basketball accomplishments, but you fucked my boy over and I want to know why. <laughs> I like the transition there, man. <laughs> Why'd we go to war? Why'd you fuck over the dunk contest? No, no, hey, dude, dunk contest is important to me. I mean, it's important. All-star but... <laughs> weekend. I just want to know if UFOs are real, man. All right. All right yeah, dude, UFOs are real. I, I, there's got to be aliens. If there's no aliens... That makes no sense. Bro, here's your chance to figure it out. And I had you're a kid ask about the dunk contest. I had a kid tell me like, "There's a one in trillion chance that life could be like not even trillion." He said like, "There's one in a trillions of trillions of trillions of chances that life can be created, right?" Okay. And then he said, "So there's probably like literally no chance that life is created anywhere else because life was created here, and there's like ones of trillions of trillions of trillions, like just a astronomical number that we can't even like process, right?" That's and, crazy. And then I was talking to him, and I was like, "Listen." If, first of all, I wanted to win the argument and I know he's religious. So first I asked him, are you religious? And then he was like, yeah. And I was like, super religious. And he was like, yeah. So then I was like, all right, well, you believe in God and you believe God created the world. Why wouldn't he create another world? Right. So I beat him in the argument. But when I thought about it myself, I was like, there should be at least not even like at least one more place. Like, I'm not saying there is, but I, I really believe there's at least one because if this if space is really infinite, like just infinite, then it doesn't matter what the chances are, right? Because you have an infinite chance of actually getting it. 
There's got to be aliens, bro. I'm not saying they're even anywhere remotely close to here. But there's got to be another planet with life. And then life is such a... Like, life could be anything. Maybe there's plants, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the closest thing we know to life, as far as we know anything that can be inhabitable, is Mars, man. I don't know if you've heard of that. Mars is inhabitable? Or well, was at one point? Is yeah, that what you're saying? they have, like, traces of water there. And well, I, I don't know if that means it's inhabitable. It just means there was water. water. Water is what you need for oxygen and to have plants. Isn't and... there a planet that's, like, completely made of ice? Or am I just thinking of, like, a fucking movie right now? Yeah, but ice isn't water, man. I don't think ice... Ice creates... is frozen water. No, it is, but I don't think it creates oxygen the same way because, you know, plants don't grow in ice. They grow, they grow in water. It's Haven't you ever heard of the famous ice rose plant? No, man. That I just made it up. I it's have not no idea real. What the That's hell not you're a thing. <laughs> That's something fake I just made up. I think it's the Pokemon that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. That's that's a crazy question. And I think, you know, what what would you guys choose to ask anybody in the world? If they couldn't lie? Yeah. I mean, let us know down in the comments. I feel like it's gonna be really, really dumb things. Like some some broken hearted guy is gonna walk up to some girl and be like, why did you dump me? I'm so sad. Nah, man. We're the uneducated podcast. Dude, humans man. are emotional, bro. Yeah, but you can ask anything in the world, man. Why not know the biggest secrets? Yeah, you can know it, but people are also self-centered. If you could ask anybody, it's going to be something that involves you and your life. I don't know. We, we didn't jump to that conclusion, so. Yeah, we didn't because we're trying to look at it like, you know, scoping the whole world, I guess, or the universe. But... Some people are going to think of themselves. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see it. I guess we'll see what the responses are, if we get any. <laughs> That's true. Hey, if you do want to respond and show us, we're on Facebook now. We have a group. It is called um, The Uneducated Duo. Look us up. We're going to post all our podcasts there, too. Yeah, and we're not just on Spotify. We're on other platforms. You can even download the Anchor it's, app. For, so far, it's Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're on Anchor. Some other thing called Breaker, which honestly I've never heard of, but I appreciate them putting us on there. And it should be on Apple Podcasts soon. We're working on it. Yeah, so if you don't have Spotify, definitely check us out on the other platforms. And Anchor's free, so you can go on there and just look us up there as well. Yeah, that's true. Come check us out. Say what's up. Yeah, so I think this is going to wrap up episodes two of the podcast. So I definitely hit up hit us up on a follow on facebook and um we're out we're trying yeah we're trying to wait wait before we leave though i'm trying we're trying to work our way up to getting the guests but our microphone situation has been really weird to figure out we don't know if we need three we don't know if we need two good ones we'll get there though and then we'll bring on some really interesting people that you've never heard of but they're characters trust me yeah yeah man <laughs> we got we got some good circle friends so um if you want to be in the podcast as well, if you're local here, I mean, we definitely... Like I'm not going to tell them where I live, bro. Yeah, we can do it at a at a coffee house or something. By local, he means we live in Portland. We live in the West Coast. No, we don't. I'm East Coast. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, we're done now. Peace.